0: Welcome to episode 44 of Stageworthy. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby. Stageworthy is a podcast about people in Canadian theatre, featuring conversations with actors, directors, playwrights, stage managers, producers, and more. If you'd like to be a guest on Stageworthy or just want to drop me a line, you can find Stageworthy on Facebook and Twitter at StageworthyPod, and you can find the website at stageworthypodcast.com. If you enjoy the podcast, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or Google Music or whatever podcast app you use and consider leaving a comment or rating. My guest is Vivian Hissey, director of Scarborough Players Barefoot in the Park, opening October 7th, 2016 in Toronto. Uh, barefoot in the park I am Uh, at the Scarborough Playhouse
1: it's called Scarborough Village Theatre yes and I'm uh, there are three groups that Mm -hmm. use that theatre space Mm -hmm. Uh, Scarborough Players Mm -hmm. Scarborough uh, Musical Mm Theatre and Scarborough Theatre Guild
0: and uh, is there anything particular that drew you to uh, barefoot in the
1: park wow good question you know what I have never seen Barefoot in the Park okay and that's probably one of the reasons that drew me to direct it Mm -hmm. because I don't like to direct things that I've already seen well yeah yeah. (laughs) because I want to put my own flavor on things as much as I can um it's Neil Simon Mm -hmm. and it's a great play Mm. (laughs) it's funny and there's an opportunity I was talking to somebody about this the other day that there's opportunities to because the script is so great and the characters are so great, you've got opportunities to put your own side mm-hmm. into it. You don't, you're not stuck doing absolutely what's been written and done yeah. all the time and things. So, um, I think that's what, yeah. what took me there.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of the last time that I saw or heard about a Neil Simon play being performed. And for a while, it was um, there were. It was like every time we turned around, there was a Neil Simon play. I think that. Um, we haven't seen him for a while yeah uh, which is which is kind of because you know you need a break from from seeing the same thing all the yeah time. but it's, yeah. Sort of, it's, it's interesting to to think about him coming around again and coming back into vogue almost
1: well, you know, when I f- first put my proposal in for this, mm-hmm. um as I read through it and any number of times, I thought, you know all the stuff that's going on here is exactly the same thing that's going on today. Mm. So just because it was written in the 60s, or takes place in the 60s, it doesn't matter, Mm. because the issues that the characters are dealing with, everybody's still dealing with that all today. So, and because Neil Simon's such a great writer, Mm -hmm. you can apply it all. So I originally thought I would try to hold it in today's... um, in the 2016 mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of references to the early 60s and the uh, within the script mm-hmm. and you don't want to change the script so we no. came back to move it back to the 60s and it's taking place when when it was supposed to but I re- when I went through I went wow you know what people are dealing with this all the time
0: yeah sometimes you don't realize how ingrained a the the references to a time in a script might be right if you think of it in the abstracts, you know, this is these are, these are the good jokes. This is the story, and now think about the specific references that are that are in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what's your theater your theater background? When 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 you were like, how long have you been doing
1: theater for? When did you start? So I actually started doing. I did the in in high school. I did like the variety shows, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I did a bit of singing and did a bit of singing, mm-hmm. and then. Um, When I went to university, I thought, well, yeah, maybe I'll audition for a play. Mm -hmm. So I auditioned for a musical and got in. Mm. And um, so I started at university Mm -hmm. and then, uh, and I was doing musicals Yeah, and did that for four years and then finished university and um, had to get on with my life Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, lived in that environment where acting probably wasn't good route to go mm-hmm. anyhow so then uh, uh, how many years ago almost 20 years ago I guess I was working with somebody who was doing a play at uh, Scarborough Music mm-hmm. Theater and he said "Vib, you got to come and do this audition I, went, I haven't done anything I don't want to blah 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 and on my way there uh, so I signed up and and uh, on my way to the audition my parents place was en route and I thought oh forget it I'm not gonna go I'll go visit my mm-hmm. mom and dad so, but in, in the end, I went and auditioned and got in, mm-hmm. and it was an amazing, amazing um, show. It was Secret Garden. Mm-hmm. The director was amazing. The whole show was fabulous, so I got sucked in mm-hmm. right right back into it like that, and then I did a couple of shows out there back to back, and a friend of mine lived in Richmond Hill, and she said, why don't you come up and audition for... Uh, just a regular play. Forget yeah. the musicals, come and audition. And I'd never really done a play before. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so I go up there, audition, and I got in. Mm-hmm. And I had a lead role. <laughs> so I got sucked into that. Yeah. So I've been doing pretty much, I've done some musicals, but mm-hmm. since then I've been doing um, plays, mm-hmm. mostly. Um, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of women my age who sing much better than I do. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been doing plays, and I've been directing probably... Mm-hmm. I don't know, I've probably directed eight or ten shows now, I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did, did you ever start with the idea of uh, being a full time actor, full time theater person? Uh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. One of the things, so I do full, I, I am a professional voiceover artist, mm-hmm. and I do uh, camera, like I do c- TV commercials mm-hmm. and things like that. So, yes, I do that. Um, uh, and that's only been in the last ten years. <clears throat> The professional theater, boy, I would, it's one of those regrets you have in life, yeah. you know, I, it's one of my regrets, you know, everybody says don't have any, but mm. I, I kind of wish I hadn't done what I thought I should do, and, uh, and I t- made an attempt to do some theater, yeah. more theater.
0: Well, how many people, I mean, I think that that's, that's a really common thing, people go and they think they should do it, and then something... Common sense, or or something, yeah. tells them that they shouldn't. Yeah, I, it's not a bad thing to regret it because then you can go on, and sort of look at, you know, what you what, what what you've got now, what you can do now.
1: Well, and in the end, you know, if you that philosophy of life thing, if I wouldn't be where I am now, of course, if I had yeah. gone and done that. So you know what, whatever the path was that I was supposed to be on, mm-hmm. I'm on it. So um, yeah. and I ended up going and and and. Um, living and working in the U.K., Mm -hmm. and, um, well, not instead, but that was one of the options that came available when I didn't go the route. You know what? I just talked myself out of it. Yeah. And uh, it's scary, uh, because it's totally scary. You have no... Where am I going to get my income from? How am I going to survive? You don't know the industry. You know, at that time you're young, mm-hmm. and I hadn't, yeah. and I hadn't come up a, in a theater family. Yeah. I, I didn't have theater people around me. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's that big thing about the big scary unknown. Yeah, and you know? it's really hard. I don't. I
0: mean, I know. I, I, I talk to occasionally. I'll talk to people who are just at a theater school, and I'll tell them that the most. It's not. A, you can't do this on your own. Oh. You have to surround yourself with people who do it too. If you don't have that support network, you're you're just gonna
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I do not know like the, still to this day, when I go to auditions for cameras mm-hmm. for camera stuff, I do sit there and go, Wow, how do you guys make a living like this? Mm-hmm. And you must have you must be surrounded by people who are doing the same thing. Yeah. Because you you're, you're you would lose your energy and your confidence and your your drive yeah. if you're around, you know, people who are not embedded in the industry.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know,
1: like, they're, your, they're, your, they're the people who keep telling you you're doing the right thing. Yeah. And, and reinforcing that, you know what, you've made an okay decision. Yeah. And, and you, try
0: you, you challenge each other. If oh, yeah, for to, sure. You challenge each other, and you, you know, you've got people who, you know, you also get to commiserate with people. Yeah. You, you know, when you have that show that isn't... You, quite is what you thought it was going to be or yeah but you know, people that can understand that you know?
1: yeah and i and the, yeah and you push each other you're right mm-hmm. like why did you get that and i didn't get that yeah okay so yeah. maybe i gotta do something different maybe i tell me you know tell me what happened mm-hmm. and, and you can you're it's a constant environment for ideas yeah and 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 you watch i think you watch life differently mm-hmm. when you're in the performing uh business yeah
0: it, 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 but it's it's hard to sustain, Ugh. especially if you don't if if you're if you're going it alone because everybody you know has things.
1: Yes, everybody yes. you know
0: has a gorgeous apartment or all kinds of things. They're not like shopping at Goodwill or they don't live in a bachelor apartment. It's hard to sustain the life when if if everybody around you is 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 doing their own their own thing. Well,
1: plus on top of it, you know, you've got. I don't know what they say the percentages, but you know that your chances of really making it big mm-hmm. are so minimal. Yeah. You know, and, and you've got so you do have that hanging over your head a bit, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and when so when you all when everything gets crummy, you haven't had a gig for a while, or you and you, you don't feel your confidence isn't up, and you mm-hmm. and you're you're looking at what those other people have, yeah. and I don't have. And then over your head, you know, somebody else is sitting there saying, or, or something else is saying, you know, I'm really... Ne- what are the chances of me really making it big? Yeah. You know, all the, There's so many times that there's forces on you to get you to stop yeah. and go somewhere else, yeah. right, and try another route. But then where do you go? Well, exactly,
0: exactly. Especially if you devoted your life oh. your life to it, yeah. um, to figure out how to take those skills and put them somewhere else. Yeah. It's interesting to, to think that I, I know people who have... They, they went to theater school, and they came out of the, theater school, and they gave, they had about five years of, like, solid work, like, just, like, working at it, working at it, working at yeah. it. And then they gave it up. Yeah. And they gave it up, in, for the most part, because... Partially because they hit their 30s and were no longer interested in that bachelor apartment or having roommates yeah. and things like that. yeah, But also, their life had become not the art, but... The business, right. In terms of, um, they spent all of their time researching who's the artistic director of this, who's casting for this. All of their time was doing all that support work, and not enough of it was was in the, the art part,
1: right?
0: Right, which is really hard.
1: Well, you know, and I um, I never asked him why, but I had a friend of mine from high school who was in the Phantom of the Opera here, mm. and um, and did well, wrote mm. a musical, did some stuff, and you know what? He did the Phantom
0: mm-hmm.
1: and left. Yeah, and lives yeah. In, in Kingston or somewhere out there. Family, yeah. kids, and he and he has has had no desire mm. to go back into a stage into a stage production. Yeah, and he was young when he mm. when he did mm. it, and he was he wasn't. Um, I don't even think he went to theater school. Mm. He just had this great voice. Yeah. and presence on stage, mm. right? And then gets into this experience and every like any actor would be like dying to be in there yeah. do you know how, how long he was with the show for no do you know what I can't because I was yeah. in the UK oh, while, yes. he was, yeah. while he was there I mean so, the show ran for 10 years yeah so I mean, he would have been for a while but yeah. I don't know for sure how how much but it did surprise me did this great show
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, never, and has never had any desire to go back yeah. onto the stage again mm-hmm. yeah. in that structure yeah right
0: well, it's, it, I think about there, I think if you're not prepared for it for how many times you're going to do a show like yeah. that Yeah. Yeah. After a certain point if you're not in if you're just not if your head isn't in it you're just going to Where's not the fun? It. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Where's the challenge? Like yeah. the big thing for me in this industry is the challenge mm-hmm. because you're never perfect and yeah. there's always there's always a different take on something or a different way to do things or you yeah. know you get a chance to play, right? Yeah. Whereas if your head's not in it, why how, and you're doing it day in, day out, day yeah. in day out uh, y- that challenge must must go away yeah. I think I don't know.
0: Well, I mean there's the, the challenge of, of doing the same show that many times. Oh. absolutely. Yeah. Or, or you have to challenge yourself.
1: yeah to find something yeah find but I don't know how you do that. I I mean I haven't gone that route so I I can't talk to um, sustaining over and over and over and over um, a performance for
0: years in some ways I think it must be harder in a show that's as franchised as the Phantom of the Opera was because for a lot of those big franchise shows everything is set in stone so you don't get to explore no whereas if you're you know in the you're creating a show you're rehearsing a show and it's not just Rehearsing the show and oh, here's what the last person did. Yeah, you know, you're actually building the show. There's a little bit of play that you can yeah, find. Yeah, yes. And you can, you know, at a certain point when you're getting bored, you can say, "What's my challenge for this show? What is my goal of this show?" And you can set yourself that sort of thing to keep it going. Yeah. But you wouldn't have that opportunity in a show like that. No, no. Yeah. I
1: mean, even some, even the the singing and everything's mm-hmm. recorded and stuff, right? Yeah. So you have no. Mm-hmm. There, there's a minimal opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To really do something, yeah. maybe change your
0: face a bit in a certain situation, <laughs> that I don't know <laughs> give you that much. <laughs> what what is it so uh, somebody who went in from a performing point of view yes um but are, you, you're doing more directing I am so what is it that that that, that made you or that you wanted to direct
1: you, uh, well, you know what a lot of reasons I think part of me i like I have a creative side to me. Mm-hmm. And I like to be able to bring that creativity to life. Mm-hmm. And um, when you're acting, you're doing something for somebody else. So, yeah, you can put your own... You can ask, mm-hmm. you know, or have a conversation around, well, I kind of saw it this way or that way. And, um, but in the end, you're bringing the director's vision to life. And when you're on stage you don't get a chance to see what that is Mm. right and I like being able to go to sit back Mm -hmm. and and look at the whole big picture and see what's all of this look like Mm. and when you're on the stage you don't get a chance to do that you Mm. know when you're doing dress runs or something like that before you open sure you're allowed to watch and see but you never see the whole thing and I I wanted to have the opportunity to do that Plus, the directing for me is a challenge. I like to, I, I'm a, uh, my real business is a, I'm a training consultant, a mm-hmm. corporate training consultant, so I like to, to guide people, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. and, um, I like to help people improve themselves, so I see, and I, I see, maybe I'm naive, maybe I'm whatever, but I'm thinking that anybody who comes out to do a play or do something, mm-hmm. they're trying to do something for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I like to be able to think that I'm helping somebody get better mm-hmm. at whatever it is that they're doing.
0: Do you remember the first pet that you directed? No. <laughs> <laughs> is there one that stands out that that, that um, was uh, an early one for you? Or maybe <laughs> not your first one, but Wow, first what the, it was of... the
1: first one that we did? What did I direct first? I've always ended up doing com- comedies mm. and farces. Mm. So, uh, you know what it was? It was um it was a farce. Mm. Canadian, who's the big Canadian farce was writer? Was it uh, No, Dan it was French? it was uh no. no. Uh who's the other guy from uh, Orangeville? Mm. Um, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Oh, we're, we're, That's bad. Everybody take this out. Take no, this out Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's, everybody's <laughs> is yelling right now. Oh, I know like, they, they are. Just, yeah. Totally. Um it was a rumors. Okay. I think it was rumors. Now I have to get my, my want to get my <laughs> phone out and go. Who wrote rumors? Um, oh my gosh! Canadian writer too. That's bad. That's really bad. I'm
0: just gonna do it. I'm just gonna pull out the phone.
1: That's really bad. Um, so it was rumors, and it was with a very small uh, company, and most of the people I knew. And the stage, so we had the stage. It was the upstairs of a dining, a living dining area. It was at a, a club, like a country club, mm-hmm. and we changed the stage or the the um, uh, the con- not the conference room, but the room where the lounge, the big honking lounge okay. upstairs, into a theater. And and it probably there was a hundred seats for hundred and fifty people, maybe. Okay. And we ran for three nights. And, um, so this theater group had been there at the club for, um, a number of years, mm-hmm. and I did a couple of plays with them, and they needed, and everybody kind of just, we moved roles around. Yeah. So I said, you know what, okay, I'll draw I'll mm. direct. Mm. And, um, um, uh, so we did that. It was good. Yeah. And there were some. and the, the goal of this club is to try to bring brand new people okay. in all the time. Mm. So we always had uh, had uh, and have a couple of, new, at least two new people for the stage. So you're bringing newbies yeah, right yeah, in and yeah. trying to introduce them so that mm-hmm. they get, it's not the same people all the time playing all the roles and stuff yeah. like that. So we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, and they still do stuff. I haven't done anything for them mm-hmm. for, um, for a
0: while. Aside from but, Barefoot in the Park, do you have a favorite play that you've directed?
1: The favorite play, um, I directed, you know, I've had stuff go on with Mm -hmm. some of my plays. (laughs) Um, I did Don't Dress for Dinner last year. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, another uh, comedy, and uh, and a farce. And it was a lot of fun to do because I had um, a great cast. Mm -hmm. I had a really creative cast. There was no prima donnas in it. Mm Everybody was in just to have fun. Mm. And the set, we sort of pushed the envelope on the set a bit, and we, um, and I watched the play evolve as it went. Mm. And we actually <laughs> ended up, um, somebody did something, and we had to get rid of them partway through the oh, run. Okay, okay. <laughs> but the person who stepped in to, pu- to replace this person, was off book within a day Dang.
0: and you, so you, the
1: everybody like the, I guess I loved it because everybody just poof, well, came right together oh, and went let's help this person as much as possible Absolutely. and it was just such a great team doing everything behind stage on stage it was just the ultimate there was no game playing there yeah. was no It was. it was it was hard like we had issues yeah. but because everybody was willing was letting everybody do their their job mm-hmm. and but brought their own things to the table and got all together it was an am- it was a great play to mm-hmm. to direct and watch
0: when when something like that happens when you have to when if, if an actor comes in and in a lot of a lot of situations i don't think i've ha- been in a situation where there is an understudy
1: oh we have in, no understudy like, no, of course
0: no. And I work in an indie theater a lot. There's there's no understudy. You either go on sick, yep. or you know, yep. you do whatever. And and so um, Norm, Foster. The Norm Foster. They're <laughs> Norm Foster.
1: I was listening to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> sorry. No, of course, I was but now I'm not going to wake yet. up at three o'clock
0: in the well, morning. I have going...
1: <laughs> um, Sorry, you were telling you know, me no, about. It
0: was, it was just like, like how people come together in that in that situation and support each other, it's that instant team you have a team but then as soon as you bring in that one person who's like got to take over how everybody comes together to support them in a way that, that is unique to that situation
1: yeah, like it is and you really find out who, or the reasons why people are doing what they're mm-hmm. doing because I've been in other shows where that did not happen mm-hmm. and you can tell what makes people, when right. they when the pressure's on Mm-hmm. And they either respond or they don't. Yeah. And um, the <clears throat> I had another play, um, and we had an issue with the one of the key actors on opening night, mm-hmm. and he had a health issue, mm-hmm. and one of the other actors had to step in on that like during opening night. Right. And ended up continuing a lot <laughs> throughout the the uh, doing the role for a lot of the rest of the run. Yeah. And one, a couple of the people were just not what I would have hoped for. Right. In a team environment, mm-hmm. trying to help this person be what they could be, right. so the play would be as great as it could be, because because the audience doesn't know. No, of course. Right. Not. They have no idea. No. And um, and the person who ran into trouble was one like was the star of the show. Yeah. And and everybody in the audience knew him, so right. it was um, it was a real, you know, you needed to step up to the plate, yeah. and we had some challenges with uh, that. Yeah. Um, so it kind of takes away, and then you sort of sit there and go, oh, you know, it's not what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, mm. So it, the the play that last year's don't dress for dinner was was for sure it was what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably why I remember it the best. Yeah.
0: Um, so a lot of things that you, you, we, we've been talking about there. There, I don't have a, the, a, a word that I like for them. Um, community theater, amateur theater, non-professional theater, which I think kind of gets shit on. Oh, a lot. Absolutely, a hundred,
1: lot. a hundred percent, a yeah. hundred percent. And it, that's, you know, I, I, I actually did an audition I should mm-hmm. the other the other day for a commercial, and they said, you know, what's the thing that really gets you? Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't say this, yeah. what really gets me is how much community theater is just, like, frowned yeah. upon and, like, poof you're no good. And a lot of the people who are in community theater are ex-professional mm-hmm. actors, yeah. um, are profesh- ex-professional whatevers, yes. right, and yeah. or professionals. Yeah. So the... It is a, it's remarkable to me how much it gets poo pooed.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And I see it, from my perspective, I use community theater. It's a training ground for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I'm learning, it's giving me the opportunity to direct for Pete's sakes. Yeah. Who the heck is going to let me go? This is that chicken and egg thing, yeah. right? Yeah. You want to be, you want to direct. You could be, uh, like, I think I'm a pretty good director. You'd have to go ask the people I'm working with. Yeah. But you know what? I think I'm a pretty good director. and But nobody's gonna, going to even take a look at me no. if I go in a professional world and say, you know what? Can I come and direct this? No, of course. Of course. Because I have no experience. Yeah. So where the heck am I supposed to get my experience yeah. from? and then the and then everybody like as you say shits on community theater as being not whatever and yeah. you know what i think it's great and i honestly i think value for money mm-hmm. for 25 bucks for a ticket yeah. for uh, what usually is a great show mm-hmm. you know what you can i don't think you can beat it
0: i think it does. i mean it gets shit out in a lot of places, not just in the professional world, but, you know, there's always, you know, amateur theater and the film and television, it doesn't get a lot of respect. Oh, yeah. But here you have a situation where you've got people who are doing it for nothing more than the love
1: exactly. of
0: theater. And what is more pure than that? You know?
1: I had some friends of mine who came to see the first show I did, mm-hmm. which would have been um, a Secret Garden. Mm-hmm. And they didn't they never came back to see another show i was in mm. because the theater we were in the seats they had to line up to get into a seat
0: okay.
1: and i went really huh. oh my god yeah. that is what you are assessing the value yeah. of a show for yeah. are you kidding so anyway yeah. they like people just have weird i don't know people do have it's weird just, expectations they have yeah. they have and they don't stop for a second and think about the fact that everybody is doing this for the love of it, yeah. and because they are doing for the doing it for the love of it, they are—you're um, going to get the best mm-hmm. that they can give you. Yeah, it's true. And nobody—and while we're bringing new people on, like for this particular show, we've got someone who's never done ASM before, and we've got a new uh, assist—I'll uh, say—assisted stage manager. Mm-hmm in a different way so we've got a a new ASM backstage Mm -hmm. but we're training somebody to be a stage manager so um, and I think there's somebody new doing hair Mm -hmm. but they've all done things one of them straight from school and um, from theater school Mm -hmm. and it's a great like they're there because they want to and they're learning real stuff it's not like you're you're you were teaching them different Techniques no, for doing anything. No. Um, it's, it's, it really, was just
0: it's really the proving ground for, when, especially for people who come out of theater school. It's like now to take all of those things that you spend three, four years learning, right, and put or it into real practice, right, right. And for those people who, who didn't go to theater school, it is how many people are doing it for the love of it, the thing they've always wanted to do. I think I, I get the sense that in England for a long time there, there's been a more robust community uh the amateur theatricals situation
1: yeah i don't know i did when i was over there my my hubby and i we, we both we met mm-hmm. doing guys and dolls at school and we never did any theater stuff mm-hmm. over there we went and watched a ton of theater yeah but we never actually i don't know why we just it never it just never clued into
0: us mm-hmm. why don't we go
1: find a community theater and see what they're doing. So I, think, I missed that. Yeah,
0: I do think that that it's that most people don't go searching for community theater. They find out about a show that maybe yeah. they haven't seen before, or one that they've wanted to see. I don't think people seek out amateur amateur theater, but it is definitely the opportunity to see things that that maybe don't get done as often.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Yep. And there's also, I mean, I, I think about. Uh, you know, if I hear interviews with, with Patrick Stewart and other English actors who talk about the years that they spent in amateur theater that, that taught them so much before they went on, yeah, it's such a it's such, a, such a, a great thing that doesn't get a lot of 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 respect.
1: Well, and you know, when I when uh, Alan Rickman, who mm-hmm. I just love to yeah. death, uh, no, when he passed away the stories that you heard about him mm-hmm. supporting all of these yeah. actors who you know were up and coming or were just doing different things his mm-hmm. support for the industry yeah. was uh, you, you you was unbelievable and you never heard any of that no right no. You, and and who you know in, in what we see who would think that he would be there down at a community... I would see... I could... When I listen to this, I could see him coming mm-hmm. to a community theater, like yeah. a show, yeah. to see the new people coming up.
0: Yeah.
1: Or just, you know, got a, you know some some somebody's son or daughter is in this show or has done something in this show. Just yeah. by the way they described what he was doing and how supportive he was of everybody, I could see yeah. him as being as somebody who would just show
0: up to a show. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... Is great. Yeah.
1: And that's... The whole—that's the bigger community, yeah. right? And that's what you you wish for. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think, well, that—that's what I think you, you wish for and kind of need in mm-hmm. order to keep your momentum moving forward. with Yeah, it.
0: I think that some of the work that Theatre Ontario does in terms of uh, with the community theater initiatives that they have yeah. to be able to link those together is yeah. a really great thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, for sure. With the ACTCO awards and things like that as yeah. well, just to bring—how often does that does a community come together? in that way with, like, a party, not just an award ceremony but yeah. a party afterwards, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, just to come back to uh, Barefoot in the Park. And okay. for some reason, I, every time I say it, I have to think because I want to say, Sunday in the Park with George, and I have to think. It's not that. <laughs> it's Barefoot in the Park. So, um, just every time I pause before, I just want to come clean. That's why I am saying that. Um, did you... Go into it with a particular... You said you were talking about how you, you thought you might set it in a modern setting. Yes. But aside from that, did you approach it with a particular vision?
1: So my vision for... Okay, and tell me if I'm going down the wrong uh, path mm-hmm. in answering your question. So my vision with Barefoot in the Park is that every character in the play has a path to follow. Mm-hmm. And um including the telephone guy mm-hmm. who um, has a very minimal part, but he I said to him, "You've got your own path to play to pa- mm-hmm. path to follow in this and there's all, all for each person there is a is a significant um, uh life lesson, life journey, whatever mm-hmm. going on for all of them, mm-hmm. and that uh, it's not just about and, and the story is not just about. Corey and Paul, mm-hmm. what it's about are the life journeys that everybody goes on. Mm. So, um, so Corey and Paul are just the vehicle through which all of this, all of mm. the um, uh, everybody else is, um, including Corey and Paul, are living their their uh, going through their transitions.
0: When you're approaching it from from that point of view, from the point of view of the uh, the, the paths that they're following. Do you have a path in mind for the characters, or are you asking the actors to uh, decide what their path is? Anyway? So
1: I, it'll be both. Mm-hmm. So I have in my own head mm-hmm. what I think each of the characters is going through, mm-hmm. but I'm very collaborative, so I will ask the actors too what do you think <laughs> is going on? Mm-hmm. And, and before we do any blocking of any kind, mm-hmm. we have like I, I had a whole rehearsal uh, up front before anything started to say, okay. Let's go through everybody's what we see. Everybody's lives to be. Mm -hmm. Who are you? How'd you get here? Um, And they are all in there together. It's not an individual uh, rehearsal. Like it's we are all talking about everybody, so that everybody knows what the other guy's going through. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and they bring their own ideas into it. I Mm -hmm. actually gave them, um, which I don't think happens often in community theater. They had their scripts in July, so I did the casting in June, Mm -hmm. and we started rehearsing in August. So they had a chance to go through and and get a read um, Mm -hmm. earlier uh, um, and a little more time to digest and Mm -hmm. think about what they wanted to do and Mm -hmm. and what they wanted to bring to the table. Then I think happens more, like usually I think in community theater, you do the auditions and you, again you almost start rehearsing in a couple of weeks. Oh a lot of times you know Every so it's, I've
0: ever, it's, I've ever when I was when I was doing that so when I was doing the community theater thing, it was definitely like that. Yeah. Like you rehearse and then maybe a week, two weeks later you were in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they had a bit of time and, and you know what it's the summer. It's a hard time to if I had tried to audition during the summer I wouldn't have got a great the great cast that I have. Yeah. So um, that's why I push it and say, okay. Well, it said I want to do audition in June. So that's so when I I've got my own vision of things, but mm. it's pure. It, it is for sure a conversation and a collaborative um, um, discussion process with everybody who's in the play.
0: Was there any kind of pushback on doing the auditions so early for the show? I
1: wouldn't say it was pushback, mm. but they didn't understand it because mm. I I had to I had to put my vision forward and I go in and get interviewed right. um, I don't know if anybody else uh, put in a uh, put in to direct the play or not mm-hmm. but I did my interview I think it was like maybe April mm-hmm. and um, as part of the interview I said I want I would want to audition at this point and then um, we can start um, rehearsing in August mm-hmm. and it, I had to it took me a while to get across the point that
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's okay for them to have space in between when the audition is and when we start rehearsing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, it, it, so I wouldn't say it, there was pushback. Mm-hmm. There was just like, really? Yeah. Oh, we've never, we've never done that before. Mm-hmm. So, I, um, I think it was pretty successful, and yeah. they, we had a lot of people come out and audition well, that we, we wouldn't have done if we'd done it in the summer. I don't no. think.
0: But there is a, such, a, such a lot of, of potential that you have for um, when you have time with the script to be able to come into the first rehearsal and with more knowledge than if you just sort of showed up, got handed the script, and read right. it cold yeah. and, and then discussed it. You come in with questions that you've yeah. been thinking about for a while.
1: And I've had, even myself, I've had times where I've been in the play mm-hmm. and I get the script on the first rehearsal. Yeah. And nothing's highlighted, nothing's whatever, and, and and you really don't have any idea what everybody else is going yeah. through. So you yeah. kind of miss... You miss a lot of opportunity, I think, to really start to bring the characters forward yeah. um, because you're so focused on what the whole play is about anyway. Yes. Yeah. And, you, and and it gives you... It doesn't give you the ch- t- chance to... Um, I'll speak clearly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give you the chance to even think about anybody else, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Because you're so focused on who the heck am I, what am yeah. I doing, and, and you haven't had a chance to go through the real, to get at least the big picture of what's going on in the play. So, yeah. I mean, I like it. I haven't ever, I haven't asked the cast if they liked it or not. But, I'd be
0: surprised you know what? if they didn't. As an actor, I, I think I, I would be surprised if I didn't have, if I didn't like the opportunity to be familiar with the play before I go to that first person. Yeah,
1: I'd like to be able to... There's so many different... with it, Whatever character you're in, if you're really thinking about it, there's 20 million different ways to take the character, mm-hmm. right? So it's nice to have some options on the table mm-hmm. just in case you're totally off base yeah. with what the director's thinking about, yeah. right? And it, you can't have those options if you don't have time to sort of think about yeah. things.
0: And it gives you... the. Yeah, I mean, you'll get a sense in that first read if maybe... They are off-base. Uh, yeah. Right? You sort of get an idea of where are we going from when we start really working, where is each person? Right. Which is not a thing you can know when they haven't haven't read it. Yet. No.
1: And yeah. and you know, and having been an actor myself, I know it takes time to get there. Mm-hmm. And um, in community theater, you don't yeah. have a lot of time to no. get there. Well, <laughs> So honest, it's in like
0: most theater, you don't have a lot of time to get there. Not just yeah. here. I mean, in a lot of cases, you know, two weeks is not a lot of time to get there in, yeah. full, in a, a full production, equity production. So, it, every, there's any kind of time that you can give somebody is, a, is an asset to them. Right? Is there anything that you that you learned during rehearsal for Barefoot in the Park that surprised you? Uh, uh,
1: about what? <laughs> I mean, everything. Is, it, I, like, is anything, there anything? Like, anything I've before? learned everything. <laughs> I have always, You know what? Um, this is the first time that I've had a, a real's not fair. A, the, the stage manager I have mm-hmm. is amazing mm-hmm. and is very organized and has been doing this forever. Mm-hmm. So I, and she's teaching this this other person who hasn't, right. right? This is the first time I've been able to sit side by side with the stage manager and watch the notes that they're taking and how oh. they manage, how they are keeping track of everything that they are doing. Mm. So, um, so that has been very interesting for me because I haven't had that opportunity. I've been sitting beside the stage manager before, but they haven't been as it hasn't been that intimate in terms of you know figuring out what we're doing, I guess, or, or you know notifying. So now I see, wow, there's symbols you use there. Oh, I didn't know that. Well,
0: they probably were yeah. just doing it, and now they're. Showing somebody do it, so that becomes more visible. Yeah, yeah.
1: so I've been learning that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had to have um, uh, somebody come in to help with the physicality of pieces, so people won't hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. So I've done that in a couple of places before, but um, you know, every time somebody comes in to start teaching about lifts or teaching whatever, you learn yeah. something new in all of that. I have um, um, uh, with Scarbo players they build their set like I almost have a complete set now Mm. and we don't open for a few weeks and we haven't even gone into the theater yet Mm. so to have the set there yeah at this point in time is like so great Mm. um so I I probably if I do this again for these guys if they want me back Mm. um I'm sure they will do that again. But if I go and direct for anybody else, I will make an effort. Is there some way that yeah. we can get not just the the tape on the you know you get the tape on yeah. the on the floor, but can we have some stuff actually built? Yeah. So people the tape can actually. It's not quite the
0: same as like you know if the tape no. that says this is a door, it's not the same as actually. I mean, no. You know, a door.
1: Well, and, it's, and you can't get the timing right. No. So and especially with a a. Um, a comedy like this or a farce or something like that with the doors slamming all okay. over the place and people coming and going. Yeah. It's all about timing. Yeah. So having the tape on the floor doesn't help with that. Yeah. Having the set there, they at least get a little bit closer mm-hmm. to, okay, I need to be here there. And, and we can tell where things, where the timing's not right. Yeah. And we can yeah. go back and then get really um, uh, retentive, anal retentive mm-hmm. about making sure that you're here at this point in time yeah. or whatever. So, um Yeah, you know, I learned something for me. Plus, the actors always bring a different perspective than what I have. Of course, yeah. Right? So I learned from them.
0: Hmm.
1: But That sounds really hokey, but but it's true. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't read that that way. Right? They'll bring a different whatever. I went, you know what? You're right. I kind of like that better than the way I read it." it. I mean,
0: it might sound hokey, but I mean... What's theater without hope? We like, we all come into it with this, but it's so true, right? Yeah,
1: like I think I've read it, and I go, okay, this is this is what it is. This mm-hmm. is what's going on. This is whatever. And then the actor will come back, and you know, oh, I'm thinking this, and we go, oh, mm-hmm. hmm. yeah. okay. Yeah. And then I'll think for a second, and go, yeah, you're right. Okay, so we now we need to be doing da 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 and i but i love that's i think part of what right. i love about directing yeah cuz i i'm never 100% right no. and i love everybody bringing the stuff in yeah. as long as it's not a free for all of course yeah. right yeah so um uh and this particular cast is great at doing that they're all experienced they've all they've all got stuff to bring to the table nice great. but they're not going over the um uh, you know the line. They're yeah. not going over the line yeah. to to. I think we've got a pretty good um, balance. Let's say, of, yeah, you know what, and let's try it this way then. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: I I when I um, am going to interview somebody, I've interviewed people that I know, and I interview people that I don't know. So I'll do a, you know do a Google search, so I'll Google somebody, Uh-oh. and um, <laughs> I just want to throw out the show and see if it's one that that, that you did work on uh, conspiracy. Yes, I did. Yes, <gasps> with Lehman. Kessel. You're gonna make me cry. No, um, not intentionally. I didn't think I did the first or set first reading of that. Did you? With, with, with
1: did, did you? Did you come last? Did you go and see it last year? I didn't get to see it last year. Oh my
0: god! I, was, was great. I saw. I did the first one with Lehman. Um, oh, it's hard. It was so hard, hard to do. I don't remember the character that I did, but it was hard to do. Um, first off, I mean, I to bring it up? Because because we were talking about all the comedies you've done. Conspiracy. Uh, yeah. Not How did comedy. I forget
1: Conspiracy? Well, there you go. I kind of directed yeah. that too.
0: Conspiracy, I mean, it, Oh my god, it's a, great. It's a stage version of a movie about basically the decision uh, for the Nazis to for their final solution. Right. And it was chilling to perform. And I think I mean I couldn't have gone but I think if I thought about going watching it was something that having performed and knowing what's coming I think I was a little cuz I know how, how how it is and as somebody whose grandfather was a Polish Jew in that era it sort of really resonated resonated with me in that particular show
1: it's giving me chills right now <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about that so here's what we did if you don't mind, no, absolutely. So you did the read; it was all guys, right? Yes. You did all men, absolutely. So after that read, um, um, my friend Danielle, who's a friend of Lehman's, mm. said, "You know, I wonder if this would work with all women." Mm. So one day we went and did a read mm. with all women in the back of the in the back of the church, one of the rooms of the church, and we had a discussion about it afterwards with mm. all these women, and of course. I pipe up, being the business person I am, say, you know, if you step back from the content of this play, mm-hmm. this is just like a boardroom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? People yeah. making decisions every day. Um, this, this is the kinds of discussions that go on in the boardroom. And, and I said, you know, I don't, and all of us, we, we kind of all agree, it doesn't work with all women, mm-hmm. but I bet you it would work with a mix Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the version we did was a mixed board, mm. was a was a mixed group. Yeah. So we went through and identified who we thought had to be male roles, mm. and who we thought could get away with being female roles. Mm. And we changed the location of the uh, the show. I think you were in a different part of the church. We were in the
0: main the main sanctuary. When we
1: did it. So we weren't. Yeah. We were in a room that, so we, the way, um, and I say I kind of directed it, Daniela and I sort of played around, and Lehman sort of played around too, the three of us. But what we ended up doing, we put the table, the boardroom table, in the center of this uh, hall mm. in the commu- in the church, and the audience was around us. Mm. So it was kind of like, they could sit almost anywhere they wanted. yeah. Except the front, so we they were it was it was almost like a thrust stage, yes. yeah. okay, but we 're in this room with stained glass windows, high ceilings, um, and it was somebody walked in and said, "This is exactly the kind of house that this meeting would have been held mm. in and mm. we ran it during Holocaust yeah. week, so we did I think we did a couple of shows mm-hmm. and um And the audience was, like, right there watching this meeting happening. And it was great. Oh, my gosh, I loved it.
0: No wonder it was, you have goosebumps. Because we did it, we had this, that proscenium separation. We were on the, up in front of the altar, there was the steps down, and then the people watching. Whereas, to do it like that, you're in it. It's really intimate. Oh my gosh. And it's chilling material to be intimate
1: with. It was, it was just so great. Yeah. It was really, really good. Mm. And the audience, we had a couple, we had like talkbacks and um, the audience just loved it. Mm. It was, and, and and I don't know how many people came, maybe 40 in total or yeah. something over the, uh, but you know what? It could be sold to do that. Yeah. Um, it was it was just so great. Yeah. Everybody yeah. That we we had a great cast. Mm. We didn't audition, so mm. we selected the yeah. people, and and um, and it was
0: it was just really good.
1: Yeah. It is a great play.
0: It really is. It and is a great play. It's. I think the thing that we found that I, that, that we talked about the first time I saw it or the first time I did it was the banality. of the evil how these decisions are made like literally like you said you can see this in a boardroom and these are the kinds of decisions that people make
1: yeah just totally just unemotional this is like disassociating Mm -hmm. from the people they were like the fact that these are human beings you're making decisions about yeah right there's just total total like um no emotional, no whatever. It's just like they were a cargo in yeah. whatever, and we got a, a. They were a product that we were trying to deliver somewhere or not. Yeah. You know, like it was just. Um, but the whole environment of that was mm. amazing.
0: Yeah, to take it into that small space would have been would have been incredible. Just yeah. to, just to. I mean, that, I think that's the staging that works best for that because if you, I think with that particular play, if you put it on a on a proscenium stage where you can't have that separation with the audience it will seem you the audience is able to separate themselves in a way that they can't if they're sitting around that table right
1: and they were around us like there was if you so that we had the big table mm-hmm. and the audience was as close as like i pushed my chair out and the audience was right there mm-hmm. So it was like you're in a dining room, yeah. like a dining hall or whatever. Hmm. And you're right; like if you're in a proscenium, they they are they are de- the audience is definitely not getting the emotional impact of what these guys were doing. No, um, um, back there. But it was um, mm. boy, we really liked it. Yeah. And now Lehman's gone. He's gone back down to the states. I know. How dare I know. he do that? How dare he? How dare he do that? I know. Um, but we had a, it was yeah. um, that was a, an amazing experience. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting, because I, 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 when I saw... How could that, I, I forget that? I know, oh, my God. I, for me, like I wanted to bring that up because we were talking I'm about... I'm glad the you did. did. I'm glad yeah. you did. So it's interesting to take all the stuff that you've learned as a director from doing all these comedies and take that to something that is most definitely not a comedy. Oh, not at all,
1: no. <laughs> not at all. No. And it like the pictures. I hope they. I hope when you Google, did you Google it or what? I, did, whatever, I, I them, hope yeah. my picture wasn't up. No, I didn't. Oh I didn't my, my God! Not, yeah. Because the pictures that were taken for I played the lawyer, mm-hmm. and the pictures that were taken of us mm-hmm. are as creepy Oof. as the 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 script. Of course. You know, yes, like it's yes. all the the way the photos were all taken. We all like look like we are. um I don't know. (laughs) Wicked. Like, we look wicked and like uh, someone you would definitely not want to meet yeah. um, not even in a dark alley but on any street you'd be looking at going what the who's that you know person going to go after next yeah they were they were very creepy mm. really really creepy great of but course, really creepy right for like least, absolutely not one you want happen. to go and no, see We no, no. want this anybody else to go your, see this is in
0: your headshot. Like yeah your Facebook I'm, not on, I'm
1: not pasting it I'm not putting course, it up yeah. on casting workbook yeah, although course. you know maybe I should because it's like uh On made up, on whatever. And go, oh, she can look pretty bad. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm, I'm I'm glad we were I'm glad that was you because it would have been. Yes, it was me. Was oh, now da- if
1: Danielle was yeah. ever is ever listening to this, she's gonna hate me.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's I, one of the, it, definitely one of those plays that needs to be seen. Oh. It really does need to be seen.
1: I never saw the, I didn't, I haven't seen the uh, movie either, no, right? right. And I, I and didn't I, want to
0: see it before I did. No,
1: and you know what? Now that I've done it, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I want to see it anyway, because that, it was such an um, an emotional, yeah. um, an, an emotional piece for me. Mm-hmm. At the end, like, I'd cry at the yeah. end of it, because you just can't believe these people No. Make decisions like that they did. Yeah,
0: of course. It's, it's just room. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it's, it, again, an important play that people should see. Yes. And I think to see it staged in an intimate way. Yeah. So you can't escape it in a right. way that you could otherwise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, I mean, we're, I'm, I'm almost at the end of, of everything that I was hoping to talk to you about uh-huh. today. But I wanted to to just take it back to, to Barefoot in the Park. Okay. Um, just for one second. Uh, and so you, you were talking about the great people that you got uh, to, to be in it. Yes. Um, and uh, how, if you've done the, the auditions, I think if you've done the auditions probably in July, everybody would be fringing and having town. Yeah. Difficult to get people out. Yeah, I think. Um, in terms of, in terms of, of, of casting, this this show was there anything in particular that you were was there any was there anything you were looking for in the people that came to
1: you did i roll my eyes well, <laughs> the casting was hard mm. the people who were called back
0: mm.
1: were just as good as the people mm. who i ended up casting mm. now so i can't stay i can't say oh let me think about that yeah. um I wanted to make sure that I could differentiate... Now, this is going to sound really weird, I think. That I could differentiate the characters, however they group together. So Paul mm-hmm. and Corey have their own distinct personalities, mm-hmm. but Corey's personality is kind of like Velasco. So I needed to be... And, and Paul's personality is kind of like Corey's mom, okay. right? So I needed to have people who I could see their own distinct characters in mm-hmm. themselves, but who also, co- who, who I also could see playing, having the same, some same characteristics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I talk properly? Who have the same uh, characteristics and traits mm-hmm. as the other, peop- the other person to whom they kind of related to. Mm. Does that make sense? You were able to play more than just yourself. Right. Right? right. You needed to, I needed to be able to see that you had some characteristics that would match to the other person who I saw you teamed up with right. in the show. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, that was part of what um, I had to bring to the... Um, to the in my mind... I had no I didn't want to go um age-wise. I mean, they've, you know, young couple or yeah. you know, that kind of stuff and there's mention of ages in the in the play. So I couldn't go way off, no. but I wasn't coming in saying I had to have 220-year-old kids no. or you know, that kind of stuff. So I I put that on the back burner to say so I so I could say to myself get the right people. Mm-hmm. And and then go to and deal with whatever you have to deal with. So um, so I did that. And you know what, I needed to, I think I, I was looking for people who were prepared to um, challenge themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and because there's some stuff in here that's very funny, and it's, there are some physical, I think I started off by saying there's some physical physical elements to this play. Mm-hmm. So I needed somebody who I thought could, who would be comfortable with the physical elements right. that they need to, to, to do. Yeah. So play. Like, I just yeah. wanted somebody who would be comfortable playing. Yeah. You know? And um, and in my aud- in the auditions, I usually say, you know what? Do what you want. Yeah. Go and do what you want. And if I see somebody doing the same thing for... If they get three reads to do a callback or whatever, yeah. and they're doing the same thing for three times, I'm going, hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: where What are yeah. you bringing to the table?
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, and, you know, part of the challenge with that as well is some people can do that Mm -hmm. but they need to be directed to do it yes right so it's not good to say you know just do what you feel like doing Mm -hmm. because they can't do that they need a bit more what do you mean do you know like give me a little more guidance and um so that's the hard part too when you're when you're doing auditions and stuff like that right? Nobody has
0: that kind
1: of vocabulary no no um but it uh, but you know what we saw some really great people some really great people and um i i had i had two casts in the auditions i had two casts mm. <clears throat> so um, hard to make it was that, good. it hard to make that it was, decision it was, hard. It was yeah. really it was really really hard yeah, yeah it was really hard <laughs> but i think we got i think uh, i think we got a good one
0: but that i mean having to make the difficult choice that is that's honestly a great position to be in oh because you know that that whatever your choice is going to be you're Got a good thing
1: right? well it's way better than not having anybody exactly. and exactly. i've been in that position before yeah. too and um and not having somebody who could play the lead mm-hmm. and uh, having people come in think they could play the yes. lead <laughs> yeah and then not yeah. be able to and i'm going i don't want that person because yeah. they can't carry the show mm-hmm. and then and then it goes back to my original thing around I like being able to see... Of course. See, see everything together. Of course. Right? And then if you don't have the right... Per- who you feel is the right person, even if they may be in the end, mm-hmm. it's hard for you to get to that yeah. to that place, right? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Very good.
0: This has been great. Thank you so much for, for, for being my guest today.
1: Thank you very much. Do I need to... Um,
0: yeah. Oh, let's, let's do that. Can let's I do, do that? that? Absolutely. Can
1: I do that? Oh please. Just I please. don't want to read everything. I just no, want to say like I just want the important bits, and they might get I might get in trouble um, for not saying anything. Okay, so um, we were talking about Scarborough Village Theater. Yes. Right. So it is a thrust stage. Okay. So if uh, which is makes it great. Um, that's
0: pretty pretty rare in a in a community theater. Oh, it's the greatest stage. Yeah.
1: It is. I love. that. I think that's why I love being doing stuff at Scarborough because mm. I love. The, it's a great theater. It's yeah. a great theater itself. So they've been around. There, um, uh at least um, uh, Scarborough Players is this is their fifty uh, eighth season. Okay. of that's... being around. So they've been around for a while, and they've um, they've got a couple other shows happening for the rest of the season. So we are starting the season with. Um, um, uh, barefoot in the Park. Okay. So they've got four, three other plays The Drawer Boy. Okay. Have you heard of that? It's Michael Healy. Yeah, See yeah, the yeah. names of the people yeah. who are <laughs> instead of not instead yeah. of me having to guess. Tons of money, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen before. That's by Alan Ayckbourn. Have you ever seen that? It's I a comedy. Seen that. I okay. Seen that. It sounds there's a, there's a million cool. people in it too.
0: Alan so, Ayckbourn is is one of those great uh, English comedic playwrights. That is like I used to I remember reading his stuff. When but I don't
1: know that one so it sounds funny I haven't read it but there's 25 million people in it so it might be really good (laughs) and then the other one is Death Trap by Ira Levin and it's a comedy thriller I Mm -hmm. gotta tell you I read because I thought maybe I'll direct Death Trap (laughs) and I read it Mm -hmm. and I went I don't think I could direct it so it's a great story. Yeah. It's a really, really, really good story. So um, I will definitely be going and seeing that one too. But it's a, it's I can't wait to see how they try to figure out how to actually make it happen because um, it's hard. But it's yeah. a really, it's a, it's it's a bit of a creepy thing too. But it's really, really good. Uh, what else do I need to tell you? Everybody's volunteers. We all know yeah. that. Um, and all of these. Um, Scarborough Players, Scarborough uh, Musical Theatre, mm-hmm. and Scarborough Theatre Guild are all part of, um, Scarborough, Theatre Scarborough. Mm-hmm. So the three of them, they all do, um, two or three plays, Over, I think it's three. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if SMT does three or whether they do two, but they all alternate throughout the season. Okay. So you go a player show, a guild show, a, a musical show, nice. and then that's how they, they run the, um, to run the theatre. Um, I think that's all I need to say. Awesome. I guess I don't know. we and we're being adjudicated at Echo. I've oh, never okay. been. Adjud- I've exciting. never been adjudicated before. Okay. Well, as a director, okay. I've, as never a director a, yeah. a, I've never been. Never right. been adjudicated before. As a performer, I have been. Mm. But so I don't know. What's do you feel like that's a different topic. kind of
0: pressure? do you, like, do you feel that differently about that? Or do, do you know you what? Just try to ignore it.
1: I, I try to ignore it. Yeah. I think the powers that be mm. probably feel there's a different uh, level of pressure yeah. on it. But maybe that'll change after I've been adjudicated once. I don't know. Have, but have, I'm trying to just do what I do. It's you know not what? the first time that,
0: that, that the company's been adjudicated.
1: Oh, no, no, no. It's just me. Yeah. Me, as a, yeah. me as a director is the first mm. time I've ever been. But you know what? It's got to be... We're adjudicated all the time in this are. business. Yes. So are. I just have to... You know, and and uh, they're going to like some things. They're yeah. not going to like some things. Yeah. And at least, I think, when you're adjudicated, at least I get the opportunity to respond to a question, you know, why'd you choose this? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. when when you're auditioning or something like that, you you never get that, no, right? of course, of course. <laughs> you just, you <laughs> just don't get the gig. It's <laughs> interesting because, uh, you know, I've
0: been, I've been uh, adjudicated by the Dora Committee before, you don't, you just know that they're there. Okay. It's like, when they come through, I and mean, they all come through, there's like 20 people, so you know that they're going to be there, and then you never hear from them again. Oh, uh, like, really? Maybe, well, you don't get feedback. Really so
1: when I went to, in the shows that I was adjudicated mm-hmm. uh for were out in Mississauga mm-hmm. and they did a whole talk back w- after That's the so great. they the so feedback yeah. everything yeah. after the adjudication uh-huh. so maybe I'm not going to get any feedback if after I these know, guys come in I don't know It
0: can be helpful to get it though
1: I would love it
0: Yeah I would
1: love it mm. cuz how many other people well you got to think that they'll you, they'll give you the truth ish, in it, right? Yeah. How many other yeah. people really give you the truth, right? No, it's that, true. Uh, so it's true. it would be kind of nice to, to have some <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Do I want to hear the truth? Yeah, sure. You know what? There, I know there's stuff that's great in the show. There's going to be other stuff. I also know there's some stuff that we have done as yeah. in in the the staging of stuff. And I and, and I laugh and I go, you know what? Nobody in the audience is going
0: to get this, but no, we no. will.
1: So okay. I think that I think that the, <laughs> the
0: the the feedback that you would get from such a situation is going. To be you know it's going to be constructive. There's right. no, there's no tearing you down. Yeah, yeah, cases yeah. That you get
1: here. Yeah, so, and I'm you know what I how do you get better if no if you don't get any constructive
0: feedback? It's true. It's true. So I mean that, I mean that's that's one of the reasons why reviews are are kind of helpful. I mean some people will not read their reviews during the show. And yeah, you have to always read the review and then decide because sometimes you have to choose whether or not you're going to take it. Right. Or not, right. Right. It, right. Either, but you, reviews at least can challenge you. Right. You know, so it, to, to get kind of feedback that, that is um, at least constructive is, is, is always, help, always helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much. This thank you. A lot, a lot of fun. This has
1: been great. Thank you so much.